Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Unfolded Hearts Talk, a production of Unfolded Hearts Ministries, a nonprofit organization of biblical counsel and spiritual formation, a ministry dedicated to equipping, encouraging, and teaching. You can find us on the web at www.unfoldedhearts.org. Hey, good morning, friends. Welcome to Unfolded Hearts Talk. Hey, this morning we're going to be talking about um, decrees. Excuse me, decrees, and um, we're going to be talking about um, defining them, how they work, what they're not, and a biblical precedent for decrees. Um, And a lot of times people say, "It's getting tongue twisted there." People will talk about uh, declaring and decreeing, so I'm just going to mention a little bit about that um, just briefly. And um, one of our main verses that we're using today is thou shalt, from Job 22:28, is thou shalt decree anything, <clears throat> and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. And I, and I really love that because we know who the light is. And the light of the Lord shall shine upon your ways. So uh, what we're going to do is, um, a lot of this is, for those of you that are listening live this morning on Blog Talk Radio, you can see the excerpt there in the description of the show. I'm not going to um, read that all over again. So uh, for the, those that are listening in iTunes and um, the latter podcast on the program, is um, a lot of this teaching is coming from, um, Elizabeth Nixon's book, um, inspired by the Psalms, decrees that renew your heart and mind. And as always, I'm taking the information um, that comes across my path, collecting it, praying over it, mulching over it, applying it myself. And then um, in the moment when I teach it, I want to be um, who God's created me to be. And then through myself with great freedom and liberty and teaching in the moment and going with the flow of the Holy Spirit. So there we go. So we thank you, Lord, this morning for who you are. You bless this broadcast and the listeners, Lord. And even pray a Psalm uh, 112, a blessing upon you and your household. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, may you meet us here in this place, Lord. And we thank you for your word. For it is living and it is active, and let it be so even this morning. Let the word of God be living and active in every listener. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. So um, for those of you who um, have listened to Unfolded Hearts talk in the past, and for those of you that haven't, I just want to mention, because this is um, somewhat of a prayer, praying to Crease is more of a prayer um, than just speaking them or calling them forth, if you will. So um, there was a latter broadcast that I did on the blog, Unfolded Hearts Talk, that was called The War on Wisdom. And um, I would would actually really like you, if you could, to go back and to listen to that one, because it talks about... um, there's one thing that the whole, how the Holy Spirit works, because Jesus obviously is our supreme and divine example. And when we follow him and follow how the spirit works, we see that in great repentance or where the blood flows, 
the spirit follows. So, um, and in the blood now in the New Testament, we come up under the blood, but we do that through repentance. And so there is an element to this because um, we don't want to just declare decrees out of, a, out of any new age spiritualism or positive, just thinking of it as simply positive affirmations without actually coming and allowing the Holy Spirit to plow our own hearts, if you will, and to grow, uh, to plant, and to saturate our hearts so that the word of God is, is implanted, that it might bear fruit, and not only in our lives, but those that we um, intercede for as well. So that is, I would say, a spiritual order, if you will, and even praying to create. And... Um, so, again, I just encourage you to listen to the War on Wisdom, which is the latter broadcast that I did last month um, in March on Unfolded Hearts Talk. Well, let's get started. So, to decree, or excuse me, to uh, the word declare, just doing a little contrast here, um, comes from a Hebrew word to, that says to make known or to set forth. So it's actually declarations um, are an announcement of things that are already that we already have. So it's actually um, in contrast to a decree. It's um, um, where decrees, excuse me, are a vehicle through which truths in the spiritual realm, which are not yet everyday experiences, become tangible realities in the natural realm. So it's more a, um, a decree is more of, um, we can see the backing of it too, that comes from let thy kingdom come, let thy will be done. Amen. So it is not new age, although some people, I think in the past without, without understanding, maybe have um, used them in that way. And we're going to talk just briefly about that. I don't want to hang out there too long. But um, it is not, it is not um, that. Well, let's just go into, excuse me, when I start to go with the flow, it comes out of order from where my notes are. <laughs> so, oh, so I need to back up and I'm going to go back in order here. So the English definition, let's look at some definitions for decree, is a statement of purpose, truth, or vision, but it is more than just an announcement. A decree carries the same level of authority as a law being enacted or an order being issued by a court. Now, um, and I just want to add, friends, here, to if you've ever read um, Dutch, Dutch Sheets, he has an article that he wrote that is a priestly and kingly intercession and it's called um, The Call to Kingly Intercession. And um, you can Google that from Dutch Sheets. That is um, very much prevalent right now. And what we want to do is we're following the Holy Spirit and how he enlightens our way to us. And this is in one, um, there is a um, anointing that is upon his word right now. And we also see that decrees, um, when we decree God's provision and blessing over our lives, then anything purposed against our provision and blessing can have no further say in the matter. And the biblical definition is um, one and the same as the very purposes of God because it's rooted in the word of God. So think about the weight 
um, that the will and the purposes of God carry. That is the same level of authority and weight as decrees when we pray and when we speak. And that's what we're really after. And that's what really holds the power is the will and the purposes of God holds the power. And so does the word of God. And we are marked as his children and redeemed and called to his side. And, um, and we, we want others, we want to bring others into the kingdom of God as well, that they might come under the blessing of the Lord and the anointing of the blood. So we um, invite you to, to come. Um, there's a place for you by his side. When we speak uh, decrees, we, I, we, it's based on the word of God. So scripture is our great safety net. And I know a lot of you probably have seen War Room where they pray the word of God. And I would encourage you to do so, especially, you know, I heard one woman say um, she didn't have a lot of time um, or shouldn't feel like she had a lot of time to actually read the word, pray and study and and do those and worship and do those elements there. So what she would do when she was reading the word, she began to pray the word. And it just became a very sweet and tender, excuse me, and marked um, time of the Holy Spirit with her. So I'd encourage you to do that if you're reading and you start to ponder, what would that look like? Like, how would I have seen that during that time? That's the Holy Spirit trying to engage you and to bring you into a deeper place and or if you read the word and you think of um, your your mother, your son, or your daughter, your sister, just begin to pray that word over them um, and decree the word of the Lord, uh, his will and his purposes in their lives, and just begin to pray that. And even if you have a journal or a notebook, to write that down and to be sure and date that as well, friends. So, um, and you can be sure when we use the word of God as our safety net that you guarantee that you are that you are seeking and speaking the will and the purposes of God, so you can have that confidence and watch God unfold His plans as you pray. And um, sometimes when He does that, they might look different than what we expect. Yes, yes, that is true. I can say that over and over again and sometimes we have to adapt ourselves to the will and the purposes of God and the things that we pray for so we thank you so the word of God and when we see that in Hebrews 4 12 it says for the word of God is living and active and full of power making it operative energizing and effective is sharper than any two-edged sword, a sword penetrating as far as the division of the soul and the spirit, the completeness of a person, and both the joints and the marrow and the deepest part of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of our heart. Wow, we could just sit on that for a long time and um, chew on that meat right there. But the word of God is the one that is powerful and active, that it, it is operative, operative, it's moving, it's effective. Um, and so that's why we pray the word of God. So we thank you. We thank God for his word because he leads us. It says, um, it's worth thanks be it unto God who causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. So he's leading us on a path that is triumphant. And sometimes when he does that, when we walk through that path, we might not see um, clearly. Um, sometimes in his grace, um, 
because we're doing it according to his will and his purpose. And I don't know if someone's walking through this right now, but you can't clearly see the path um, ahead of you, but he's leading you. And um, if we look up, he, he will break forth um, the light and show, show us in the end where his light was on that path that we walked in, even though it is unknown to us, it is known to him. And so we do, um, we do follow him. And we thank you for that. So the Hebrew definition, um, the Hebrew definition for decree uh, says to divide, to cut into, to cut off, destroy, and to exclude. So this shows us a different facet of what happens in the spiritual realm when we pray to creeds. And it's the same is true for the word of God. When I just read from Hebrews 4.12, um, for the word of God does the same thing. The word becomes active and then the decree in the word of God, remember as our safety net, begins to divide and to cut off. So what it's doing is it's showing um, the Okay, so if I read, and I had placed here on the um, chat room too, Psalm 112, it says, I am blessed, and beginning at the beginning of it, Psalm 112, the beginning, I am blessed and my children are strong and full of integrity. So that is my decree. So not only am I establishing my decree for you as well, um, not only am I establishing a blessing, but according to the Hebrew definition of decree, we are also divide, dividing ourselves away from anything purposed against our blessing, and we're cutting off everything that's destroying the plans of the enemy. So that is what the word of God does. And it, and it actually states that if you do a word study on Hebrews 4.12, it actually, the word of God becoming active and operative, that's what it's doing. It's cutting away and it's dividing the things in the spiritual realm that it should no longer be attached to us, right? And so when we read further, as we're going to get to, um, in Isaiah 55.11, it says, you know, it, it prospers in the thing in which he sent it. That's what his word is going to do. So now, word of God, be active and prosper um, in the thing in which you've sent it. So we thank him for that. So um, so now just going back to just briefly, again, I don't want to hang out here too long, but talking about um, decrees are not just, um, po- excuse me, um, positive affirmation. So it's not new age because we are not the ones that are able to control our world. And uh, we do not have the power source um, for the effectiveness in order for that thing to come about. So it is not, um, because that would make it a vain repetition, really. And the Word of God tells us not to pray in vain repetition. And what else we see? Um, again, if we, be, if we think that we're our own power source, then in, in essence, it's like you become your own God and we don't want to do that. So irregardless, and then it also says, irregardless of how much you put out there, if you will, um, your boss, whatever it is you're pray, praying over. So your boss's mood or the failing global finances cannot possibly react to your own thoughts and emotions um, to be your own power source to affect the universe to your personal advantage. And um, so that is a, pretty much a new age Thing because that that in itself is gonna it's too much nobody can do that and it becomes too much stress and it evokes a, a cycle of faking it and we don't want to do that we want to um, 
the the Holy Spirit within us leads us to all truth. So we don't want to suppress the truth, right? Praying the word of God and he, it is the will and the purposes of God, but he, he delivers the outcome and how he works in a realm that we really don't see <laughs> until it becomes manifested um, on earth. But we do call forth the will and the purposes of God and in through our lives. But again, we don't hold that own power. It's not, a, it's not upon us. Um, and um, it is upon the word of God and again, and upon the will and the purposes of God. And, and as I said earlier, sometimes the outcome of that doesn't look as we've expected, but what we're doing is we're trusting a God. We're trusting a God who has a will and a purpose. And uh, what we discover along the way as we learn more of him uh, and in his ways um, and in his will and how he moves about and how he does that and, and just how caring he is um, along the way. Even when we don't see, he is still the same. Even when it seems like darkness to us, his light is still there. And um, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you, even when you can't see. You know, a lot of times we read in Scripture, it talks about praying day and night. And um, I looked that up. I'm sure there's more nugget, too, that I actually talked about this a little bit in the War uh, to Wisdom in the latter broadcast. But the night part of the verse when we read that um, in different versions about praying day and night, the night, one aspect to that is that um, the nighttime is when we can't see like we can in the daytime. It looks like night to us, but we're not seeing it as clearly as we could when we're praying in the light and to keep praying as if it is. And so, and God will shed that and reveal um, the whole truth to that and the whole manner that and Jesus name. So when we speak of a real power source, right, because um, the new age has a little mini power, but, um, and that's why some people are attracted to it. Yes. But God has the real power and the source is in his word. And again, when we read in Jeremiah 112, it says the Lord is speaking to the prophet Jeremiah saying, for I am alert and active watching over my word to perform it. So praise the Lord. We thank him for that. And then in Psalm 103.20, it says, Bless the Lord, you his angels, mighty in strength, who perform his word, obeying the voice of the word. So he sets his angels. Um, um, he commands his angels. We don't have the power to command his angels. We can ask um, that they be dispatched or revealed Um you know, but they, they do his mighty work and his mighty bidding, but it's according to his word um, that they do that. So we, we think they, ob- they obey his voice and not ours. And so Psalm, excuse me, Isaiah fifty five eleven. so shall my word, as the Lord's talking about his word, that goes forth out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void without producing any effect useless. So it is not useless in any way. But it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose, and it shall prosper in the thing in which I've sent it. So I would, uh, uh, you know, even as I read this, I, be, I become energized, <laughs> and I want to say, word of God, prosper in the thing of which you sent it. I give it back to him, and coming to agreement 
even with the word of God, um, that it has power and it's active. And so I, you know, I would even say word of God, be powerful, be active. So when I was praying, just go back, um, that I am blessed. You are blessed. Okay. Let me just pray this over you. You are blessed and your children are strong and full of integrity. So we thank you, Lord, according to your word, we just decree that over every listening ear. And we thank you that it's your word, it's your will, and it's your plan, Father. Now produce, Lord, produce the effect, Father, that you um, desire it to produce in their lives, Lord. Let it be pleasing to you, honorable to you, Father. May it give glory back to you and praise back to you, Father. And may it have purpose in their lives, Lord, and that um, and it shall prosper and every good thing, Lord, in which you've sent it to. So we thank you. We come into agreement, and we pray that in Jesus' name. So God himself is active and alert, watching over his word, ready to perform it. The angels have been given a direction from God to obey the voice of his word. So when we decree the scriptures, the angels are being released to do the work of his word. And the purpose and the power of decrees is to see God's kingdom manifested in the lives on earth as it is in heaven. So it's no different. Again, just going back to the scripture in Matthew about thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So thank you, Lord. And if the Lord wakes you up in the middle of the night and he wants to speak to you or you're just awake and you've think you have no um, understanding or reason to be awake, well, get up and um, begin to see if the Lord wants to speak something to you. And he um, likely he's going to speak to you through his word. If you're looking to meet with him face to face, then you need to come into his word face-to-face and ask him to speak to you. Ask him to teach you. I continue. I said this in the, uh, in the last broadcast, too, on War of Wisdom. I continue, as long as I've been praying, I've been a Christian for 30 years, I continue to ask him, teach me to pray. Teach me to ask. And when he says, come unto me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. <clears throat> And learn of me. And I ask him, Lord, I want to learn of you. I want to learn of your ways. For he is gentle and kind and he's humble. The Lord is humble. So he, um, again, just going back to following him, he is humble through his shed blood of Jesus and how the spirit follows. And, And he did many things he did not need to do, but he did it an identification for you and I that we would come closer to him, begin to understand his ways and begin to walk in his ways. You know, when he was, um, this reminds me, and I go back in my notes because I do have this here, so I'm getting to it now, is when he was um, baptized and John baptized him in the water, I think I have time for this, he did not need to do that because the baptism was for, Uh, the repentance of sin. Well, he had no sin. So Jesus was baptized in identification for mankind's sin. Okay. And what happened when he was baptized, and I'm saying this because his heart to show us in repentance comes first. Okay. And having a humble heart and learning his ways. And so when the repentance came and he did that again to identify with us, he had no need for it other than to lead us and to show us, okay? And we want our eyes and our ears to be open to what the Spirit would have to say to us. And so when he was baptized, what happened? Well, the, he saw that a uh, dove came and he heard. So his eyes and his ears were open 
And the boy said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. And so we read that in Matthew three sixteen. And um, and the same thing happens with us with repentance. Uh, naturally, first when we come to the Holy Spirit, but then as we walk out humble lives with a yoke of Jesus, learning from him and his ways and being humble. Uh, and in repentance, there's repentance of our sins, our transgressions, and our iniquities. And we hear from heaven and we see so our eyes and our spiritual ears are open. Um, and he, he provided this open access to heaven on our behalf. And one thing that keeps an open heaven on our, for our sake and following Jesus um, and moving forward to hear even his voice and to see pictures and to dream dreams um, is um, repentance. Thanksgiving will do that if you continue to be thankful to him. Worshiping him will do that. And focusing on the truth will also um, help keep an open heaven up for you to hear from him, to hear and to see um, his voice. Thank you. I know that was for someone today. So now these last four minutes that we have, let me just clarify in my notes if there's anything else. Um, the Lord would have me cover it is um, okay when I go with the Holy Spirit um, which is good I prefer I actually prayed that several times but I don't want to come thinking that um, I've done anything in and of myself before I come to you or even speak that even uh, my vocal cords are um, subjective to the Holy Spirit. I give them all of myself unto him. And so now we're going to pray some decrees and you come into agreement with me. And even if you need to listen to this over again, just to decree them, or if you want to write the decree down uh, so that you can pray it um, over yourself and your family, Again, I would encourage you to do that. And so uh, let's just say even a little prayer of repentance. Father, we just come. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God. We bring our sins and our transgressions, Father, and our iniquities unto you, Lord. We ask that you cover them with the blood of Jesus, Father. We thank you, Lord, and that we have access to you, Lord, of the mind of Christ, and to come boldly unto your throne asking. So we ask now in Jesus' name, Lord, all of those things even known and unknown, Lord, and any unforgiveness, any bitterness or resolver, um, we ask that the blood of Jesus, Lord, would cover those sins, Lord, would cover those motives, would cover the intents, Father, that are not of you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord. We desire to come unto your ways, Lord. That's why we're even come to you humbly asking, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you for the blood that brings us in and knits us into the DNA of um, the bloodline of Jesus. So may our bloodline acclimate to the bloodline and the DNA of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Lord, for the wholeness of that. Lord, you reach generations, Lord. Reach a hundred generations, Lord, um, in Jesus' name. And we come to you, Lord, asking in Jesus' name again. Uh, precedent scripture, Job twenty-two twenty-eight. So thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Um, surely... 
I tell of the decree of the Lord, and he said to me, my son, today I have begotten you. We are imitators of the Lord, and so the Lord made a decree, so we're going to make a decree. So we thank you, Father, for bringing heaven to earth in Jesus' name. And we bless the Lord, all his angels who obey his word and serve his people. We praise and celebrate him. Bless the Lord, all the works of his hands throughout creation. Bless the Lord, O my soul. I thank you, Father. May you be glorified and honored in Jesus' name. God is merciful to you. His grace surrounds you. His His favor restores you. His face lights up with joy and shines upon your entire household. The Lord shows you where to go. You recognize his voice when he speaks, and you're directed by his moral character. His path leads you to safety, and in him is prosperity and victory. In Jesus' name, God watches over you, providing for you according to the integrity of his own heart. God watches over you, leading and leading and directing you according to the wisdom of his path and you excel in purity and shine with newness as you contend for God's kingdom on your behalf and your children's behalf and your children's children. He is your best friend and he compels unity in the midst and multiplies his favor towards you and gives you daily without reservation. In Jesus' name, I pray that for every listener. And now I'm going to pray a couple more prayers or the best um, pathway to life. And I know I'm about ready to go off air, but this will be, um, you can, once this is posted again, and those listening on podcasts, uh, no need to do anything. It will continue on. Bless you listeners, your listening ears today. May your ears continue to be open. Eyes continue to be open in Jesus' name and plant and impart unto them fruitfulness, God, in Jesus' name, the fruit of the Lord be upon you and your household, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And now I'm just going to pray. This one is called the best pathway of life and a decree. The Lord guides you along the pathway for your life. He advises you and watches over you that the spirit of God pays special attention to you with prudence and jurisdiction, diligent care. He imparts instruction and understanding to your mind that he infuses his spirit within your superior heavenly wisdom so that he's caused you to have access to prosper. And um, I, I just want to say, you can look up in the Greek what, what he intends for you to prosper. Um, look that up so that you have an understanding so then you begin to see when it's coming on earth as it is in heaven, you can thank him for it. So with skillfulness and precision of the master teacher, the spirit's accuracy points you in the right direction. The strength of God establishes a firm foundation and his vision waters the seeds of his promises within such that his way becomes your natural instinct praise the lord under the general and continuous gaze of his eyes you receive his deliberate counsel and kingly advice in jesus name his favor approval and partiality toward you paves the way for every day and every circumstance such that You are brought into the very best of everything. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And um, let's just 
go here too. We pray for protection. You know, um, actually today is the first day. I just got um, reminded uh, 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 intercessor friend that we pray with re- reminded me <laughs> a few weeks ago that um, the Passover starts as the twenty in the Hebrew. It's the twenty second, which is today. Uh, through the 29th, and one thing that they had through the blood of Jesus was protection. So we pray for protection over you in Jesus' name, um, and I thank you that you call upon him, and he will be heard and known that you will remain um, by his side through all of your ups and downs. You would celebrate with him uh, his provisions for you. Again, you would call upon him knowing that he's ready to answer you. So we thank you, Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit rush to your side with you in all things, celebrating um, joy and fullness and blessing and honor forever and ever. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for your protection again and your strength and that you are a safe place. You are a strong tower and you are a secure base in Jesus' name. Now, let's see here. And we're going to end this one this morning with a crown of glory um, that we might give praise back to God because we were created to give him glory and to give him honor. You know, that's what he created. He actually gave that to us. He crowned us with glory. But that we give back to him, you know, the crowns, if you even do a study um, on the crowns of, or even just look them up, on the crowns that God gives us, they are his nature, they are his virtue, they are his character. And he allows us, um, and we give that back to him. That's what we're doing on earth is we're giving glory back to God. So there's no better place other than it's redeemed, right? So when, we, re- when uh, we come to know the Lord, we see right there where it says, um, all have fallen short of the glory of God. Well, the, there is redemptive and restorative unto the glory when we come back to him. So you are indeed, my friend, created to give God glory, to give God honor in the nature and the virtue and who he's made you to be and, um, and, and in your uniqueness, right? Because there's plenty, of, there's lots of, but you're uniquely designed and called to teach out of out of the functioning flow of who you are and out of that uniqueness of who you are. And that's what he wants you to do is to flow um, in the goodness of God, right? And isn't there a, um, just recalling a um, quote from John Piper, when God's most glorified in us when I'm most satisfied in him. And, and that is how it's going to flow. And that's exactly how he designs it too. It draws people unto him, not you, but unto him. And so we praise him and want to give him glory back because it is, uh, he's more than deserving. He is supreme. So God, your name and renowned are powerful in the earth. Thank you, Lord. Be powerful in the earth, especially in this hour, Lord. But who am I that you um, give thought to me, fashioned from nothing more than dirt and dust? Yet you crown me with your very own glory. You vest with abundance, riches, and dignity. God, your name and renowned are powerful in all the earth. So we give you all the glory, Lord, for you are amazing. Um, You are amazing in all that you do and worthy, Lord. So we thank you and we adore you and we honor you, Lord. We give you the highest place in our heart and the highest place in heaven, Lord. So be glorified, God. 
thank you, Lord. We just ask you to be glorified even now in Jesus' name. Bless you, and we'll see you next month.